You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 16. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hello, Yummy Mummies. How are you guys doing? OMG, am I excited about this episode? The Weekend Survival Guide. Oh, how I wish I had this when I was struggling with all my food drama and weight drama and diet drama. Oh, there was like two parts of my life, the week and then the weekend. Can anybody else relate? (laughs) My husband was joking with me. He's like, you have to obviously play the weekend in the background. I was like, oh my God, you are a dork. And I kind of love that idea. I genuinely love the weekends. I always have, I always will, but now there isn't this looming dread of can I trust myself? Can't I trust myself? It's just all good. It's just all fun. I know that I can plan whatever I want for the weekend and I can have my back and food just does not play a role in my thoughts as I plan the weekend. It doesn't play a role in whether I say yes or no to social events, right? Like I just get to do what I want without, oh my God, is there gonna be too much food there? Am I not gonna know how to say no to the food? What if blah, 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 right? You probably can totally understand. Um, So that's a very relatable fun fact. The client comment today, you guys, comes from my client Amber in Texas, and she, oh, she and I had such a fun conversation the other day, Um, but what I wanted to share with you guys is that she was telling me that she was actually super hesitant to work with me um, because of financial reasons. And she said, I didn't necessarily think I could afford to do it. And she's like, but I was on to myself and I knew this was an excuse. And she said, I thought about it and I thought, wow, look at all the things I do spend money on that aren't good for me. For example, all the takeout food. And then she said, if I can spend money on all kinds of things that aren't good for me, I can figure out a way to spend money on this. And this is something that is so good for me. I don't need to be spending so much money on going out all the time on drinks. And she said that committing in this financial way made her get super serious. She said she knew she could figure it out. So after our initial call, she's like, I just sat down and I made a plan and I figured it out, even though my brain told me it was impossible. And she's like, and I did it. And then she went on even you guys to say, because I did that, even that started to build her self-confidence and move her into possibility. So I just thought that was really cool because I didn't even know (laughs) that she was hesitant to work with me um, because of financial reasons. But I just love this idea that if we want to figure something out, we can figure it out. It's like the Marie Forleo book, right? Everything is figure outable. I just love that. And I, I totally live by that too. My mom always said growing up, I feel like she always said it to my brother versus me. So maybe this is a part of who I am. I don't know. She probably said it to me too, because I'm sure... <laughs> 
was a little bit of a brat sometimes. But she was always saying to my brother, for every problem, there's a solution. And I love that. Let's dive in, you guys. Why do we need a weekend survival guide in the first place? Well, like I said at the beginning, if you're like I was and like so many of my clients are, there's two parts of the week, the weekend and the week in terms of what we're eating and what we're not eating. And oftentimes it's a big problem because what we do is we ruin all the hard work we did all week by overeating on the weekends. I find that so many of us have trained ourselves to undereat or maybe even just eat a normal amount and a healthy amount during the week. And then on the weekends, we completely, quote unquote, ruin all of the work that we've done all week long. And then we spend the following week trying to clean up what we did that past weekend. And it's not until like Thursday or Friday, we can get back to where we are. So it's this constant yo-yo back and forth, back and forth. I think another problem is that we're like rewarding ourselves with quote unquote good weeks by letting loose on the weekend. You guys, can we just stop for a second and think about this? Why is it a legitimate reward for eating well and healthy to then eat like a whole pizza or to eat a whole carton of ice cream or to go out and do like three appetizers and share two entrees and then have six desserts and top that with four cocktails and a bottle of wine? Why is that the reward? It makes no sense logically, right? And I'm not trying to shame you because I did this for like almost 20 years. The reward was, oh, now I get to like loosen up a little bit. What if the reward was something else? I am not saying we shouldn't reward ourselves. If you guys know me, you know by now that I'm huge, huge into Let's celebrate all of our small wins. So if you have a good week and you're feeling super energetic and accomplished, celebrate that. But there's so many other ways to celebrate. And I want you coming up with those. I'll give you guys some ideas that I have, but I want you guys coming up with what does celebration mean to me and how can I celebrate in ways that are not related to food? Because when we can unhinge the two, we can create so much more freedom for ourselves. Now, for a lot of us, the weekends are problematic because there's so many social events, right? Once we come out of COVID, we're probably going to have as many social events as we had before COVID, or at least a similar amount. And of course, because we live in the culture that we live in, many of our social events are centered around food, right? And so it's like, what to do to have fun? Well, we get together with our friends and there's usually almost always a food component. So that makes it hard for us. Weekends also can be really problematic because we've over-restricted all week long. And you guys have probably heard me talk about the over-restriction, over-desire, overeating cycle. So does that make sense to you? If you over-restrict all week long and you're trying to stay under a thousand calories or you're counting 25 carbs a day or you're over restricting in a way that you are so hungry and so depleted, what's going to happen is that you're going to start to create an over desire for food that is completely unmanageable for 
any human brain. So if you over restrict, now you know if you've listened to Rethinking Restriction that I am a fan of restriction. I'm just not a fan of over restriction. And you've got to test and figure out what a proper, normal, appropriate amount of restriction is for you. Of course, I teach all of my clients exactly what a fair amount of restriction is. I never want you under restricting or over restricting. I want you finding that perfect balance. Is that something that you can find on day one? No, this is a practice. But if you take a guesstimate, most likely you're going to figure it out within a week or two. It's really not that hard to figure out where you need to balance out restriction. So just notice, you'll know right now if you over restrict because you'll know that you then have an over desire and then you overeat, right? Can you guys see that cycle over restriction all week long? You're trying to stay under a thousand calories and then Friday afternoon, Friday night hits and it's like, all hell breaks loose, right? Because you have so much over desire, that desire is built up and built up and built up and it bursts and there's no way you can control it. I remember mine would burst on like Friday morning. I used to go to um, the Starbucks drive through <laughs> When I was in uh, pharmaceutical sales, I would go to the Starbucks drive through and I would like treat myself, reward myself with cake pops. <laughs> Those little suckers. So my over-desire would be starting to bubble up and I would have to take care of it by eating cake pops at Starbucks on Friday morning. I would be overeating. Now, are cake pops the worst thing in the world? No, but you guys know by now probably how I define overeating. Overeating is when you are using food for anything other than fuel. And I was totally doing that because I was using it as a reward, right? And I didn't need all of that sugar and all of those carbs that were in that cake pop. That's not like a healthy breakfast, obviously, right? That's not even proper fuel. So I can't even try to trick myself into, oh, no, 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 that's totally fuel. It's totally my breakfast. Um, No. So I want you to watch out for the over-restriction then over desire, then overeating cycle, right? And then you guys can probably see how that keeps going around and around and around because if you overeat on the weekends, then you start to over restrict again because what else are you supposed to do? Now you've overeaten, what are you gonna do? Just eat normally, eat a normal amount? God, no, you gotta clean up that whole mess. At least that's how I used to think and that's how my clients think. But I promise you, if you just find that balance of normal restriction, you'll have a normal desire for food and you'll eat a normal amount and you'll weigh a normal amount, right? Now that's not the math for everyone, but for my clients, that's pretty much it. And another problem is, you guys, like I kind of touched on, is we really associate food as fun. We associate food as connection. We associate food, like I said, as a celebration or a reward. And here's the deal, you guys, and I hate to burst your bubble with this, but trust me, this is going to serve you. This is going to give you freedom. So I just want to challenge you, and you don't have to adopt this belief right now, you guys, but I want to challenge you to, it's not those things. It really is just fuel. It really isn't 
fun. It really isn't connection. It really isn't celebration. I promise you when you unhinge the two, food as fun or food as connection or food as celebration, you will create so much liberation. You want to know what's fun? It's like really being present. You know what's connection is like really having a conversation with whoever's sitting across from you at the table without worrying about, did I just eat too much? Or, oh my God, what am I going to eat? Or I better not have that. Or how am I going to handle this? You know what real celebration is? Continuing to move towards your ultimate goal. So cool. So I said that I'd give you guys some ideas of ways to celebrate without using food. Like I like to go on my favorite hike. When it's not COVID, I like to go get a manicure or pedicure or massage or facial. <laughs> Spa girl over here. I get a babysitter and go out on a date night and have the date night be about the fun I'm having with my husband or my friends, right? So many ways to celebrate. You could even have a toast, but have the toast be about the words that you're saying versus having seven drinks. Let's get into the survival guide. Now we know why we need a survival guide. We know the problem. Let's get into this survival guide. I want to encourage you guys, you can do this with me, create this survival guide for yourself as I'm talking, but you can also um, use a pen and paper as well. So Um, I'm going to encourage you guys to use pen and paper, to use journaling as a way to support yourself as you lose weight for the last time. And I just want to counter your brain if your brain is like, oh, I'm not a journaler. Oh, I'm not a journaler. Oh, like I don't do that. Oh, that takes too much time. Okay. I just want to cut to the chase here and call bullshit on your brain because Trust me, if you spend a minute to three minutes to max five minutes a day, you really can rewire your brain and lose weight for the last time. Your brain's like, oh, it takes too much time. It's like, do you know how much time you're currently spending (laughs) on overthinking about food and your weight and what you're going to wear and how much you weighed this morning and how you're going to solve this problem? I promise you, if you journal for a minute to three minutes to five minutes a day, you're gonna get that time back tenfold. So it behooves you to believe that writing shit down serves you and it is not a waste of time. In fact, it gives you time back. It's the coolest thing, right? If you're like, I'm not a journal, I'm just somebody that doesn't like it. Okay, fine, but guess what? Now you're a journaler. Now that's who you are. Now that's what you do. You don't like it, you don't have to like it. But you want to know what you are going to like? Your body. You're going to fucking love it when it's at its natural weight, when you're at your dream come true weight. Yes, because of how you will feel in your body, how your energy will be, but more so all of the other byproducts that you're going to get from that, right? You're going to heal your relationship with your body and food. And you know the byproducts of that. It's tenfold. It's exponential, right? So three minutes a day, come on. You can you can kind of get behind it. Am I right or am I freaking right? Again, this can just be one of those things that you try on as an experiment. You don't have to be like, okay, I'm going to be a journaler for life. Do it for two weeks. See what happens. Okay. So survival guide step number one. 
we need to begin with the end in mind. I think Stephen Covey teaches this. Begin with the end in mind. So I want you to think about Saturday morning, Sunday morning, Monday morning. How do you want to feel on Monday morning. So instead of me just continuing to say Saturday morning, Sunday morning, and Monday morning, let's just take Monday morning, okay? How do we wanna feel on Monday morning? Well, me personally, I wanna feel alive. I wanna feel energetic. I wanna feel rested. I wanna feel refreshed. I wanna feel really excited to take on the week. I wanna feel radiant and kind of vibrant, you know, like kind of buzzing. So that's how I want to feel. That's the end, right? Monday morning is the end point. So we need to start now. We need to begin with the end in mind. So just come up with one word, one to three words is fine, of how you want to feel on Monday morning. So I'll pick alive. I want to feel alive. Begin with the end in mind. How are you going to do this? How are you going to feel alive on Monday morning? How are you going to feel ready to take on your week? How are you going to get out of bed with that zest for the day that you so deeply crave? Tell me exactly what is it you're going to do the last time you felt alive? What were you doing or not doing, right? So you know exactly what these things are. It's probably very similar to a lot of what you do during the week, right? You can ask yourself, like, why am I so successful during the week? Hmm? Yeah. So I want to encourage you to write down your one feeling, okay? So begin with the end in mind, pick your one feeling, and then write down exactly what it is that you need to do in order to create that feeling. So for me, I need to not go crazy with the wine. I need to have two, I like to have wine, You guys, this is like the podcast. If you know me, you know me. If you know me, you know I love my wine. So I need to have no more than two glasses of wine on Friday night and Saturday night. That is my sweet spot. I love two glasses of wine and that's plenty for me. So that's what I need to do in order to, right? In order to wake up on Monday morning feeling alive. I also can't go crazy with sugar and flour. I cannot go like binging and eating seven cupcakes. I can't go out to dinner and have an appetizer and two cocktails that are sugar laden and a pasta dish and seven bites of my husband's meal, right? I need to dial it in. I need to decide exactly what my weekend looks like in terms of what I'm going to consume and what I'm not going to consume, Okay, so this is what I want you guys doing exactly for yourself. Now, remember, I do not want you over restricting. (laughs) Your brain may want to do this. This is a practice. So I want you to give yourself many weekends to dial in your weekends. It's not going to be perfect. This is a practice, not a perfect. (laughs) So beginning with the end in mind, how do you want to feel? Exactly what are you going to do? You need to write this down, you guys. You have to know very clear as day. Not like, oh, I think I'll stay away from sugar. No, I need to know exactly what it means in order to create what you want to create. So exactly what will you do and exactly what will you not do in order to create your feeling for Monday morning, okay? Write that down. Now, How are we going to remember this? (laughs) 
<laughs> this is the best part, okay? So you're beginning with the end in mind. That's step one. You're writing down how you want to feel. What are you going to do to get there? Step two, how are you going to remember that this is what you've committed to? How are you going to remember your chosen feeling for Monday morning? How are you going to remember what you're going to eat and not going to eat? This was my biggest opportunity for growth because I would totally, like Friday afternoon, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to eat this. I'm not going to eat this when I go to the party. This is how I'm going to solve for this problem. This is what I'm going to bring over to my parents' house for the dinner that we're going to have. Like I would plan it all out, you guys. And then it would be like Saturday night and all of a sudden I'm having four glasses of wine. I just like accidentally forgot. (laughs) So step two is remember on purpose. How are you going to remember on purpose your chosen feeling and your plan of action? So my recommendation is you journal. You set an alarm now for when you're going to journal to remind yourself you might be journaling the same exact thing that you're journaling today if it's Friday, right? You might be saying, I'm choosing to feel alive on Monday morning. I'm going to do this and I'm not going to do that. It takes a minute to two to three, right? Hardly any time you can do this. So I want you setting an alarm, super easy. Everyone can do this on their phones. You set the alarm when the alarm goes off, no matter what, you go do it. You don't go do it later. You don't finish cleaning out the dishwasher. You got kids with you. You put a kid on a hip. You pop up to your room where your journal is. You sit down for three minutes and you make it happen. This is huge, you guys, because so many of us just literally accidentally forget because we don't have it the top of mind. So put it on the top of your mind by writing it down. It seals it into your subconscious on a much deeper level than just thinking about it. And that is step two. Two more steps, you guys, to get to, okay? I want you to plan one to two joy eats for the weekend. One to two joy eats. This is not a joy feast. This is not a cheat day. Because you want to know why? That shit doesn't work. If you want to lose weight for the last time, guess what? Cheat days, number one, they make you feel like shit. Number two, they don't get us to the goal. At least I never did for me or my clients. So I really want to encourage you to plan a joy eat or maybe two joy eats, okay? Now remember, this isn't a huge overindulgent bingy type of meal. This is like, I'm going to have a slice of my favorite mud pie. I don't even know what mud pie is, you guys. What is mud pie? Anyways, I don't know where mud pie, uh, client must have told me mud pie. Anyways, plan, okay, Saturday night, I know I'm going to have small slice of mud pie. I'm going to enjoy every single bite when I am eating it. I'm going to be present. My second joy eat is I'm going to have my favorite peach mezcal cocktail when I go over to my bestie's house and we sit at her fire pit, okay? Here's what's going to happen. If you have a human brain, most likely you're going to have your slice of mud pie and your brain's going to want to be like, ooh, let's just have one more piece. It won't hurt. You know what? We'll just not have the cocktail that we planned. Instead, we'll just have the second piece. Uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. I want you pre-planning how you're going to overcome your brain. What are you going to say back to your brain? Brain, you know what? 
that was really good. We had our slice. And now let's go back to the conversation and be with our husband or be with our partner. Okay. That was really enjoyable. You want to know what's not enjoyable is waking up on Monday, feeling like total effing ass. Okay. So let's continue to begin with the end in mind here. That was great. And now we're moving on. Okay, so I really want you guys coming up with any obstacles that could come up and then any strategies to overcome those obstacles. And really when I say obstacles and strategies, you guys, I just mean thoughts. Obstacles are thoughts that will knock you off your path and your chosen feeling for Monday morning. And strategies are ways that you overcome the obstacles. Now, when you name a strategy, another obstacle may arise. So you need to go back and forth until you've got it solid, until you know your brain will settle down and be quiet. The last step, you guys, is you need to over plan for other types of fun, for true pleasures, for things that really light you up, for things that are so exciting to you, and they only give you a net positive. They're only pleasurable all the time, even on Monday morning, right? You don't wake up with a hangover. So what could you do? You guys heard some of my true pleasures. I love getting a pedicure. I love getting a manicure or a facial. So if it wasn't COVID, I would totally plan that in for my weekend, especially if I was trying to overcome my problem with weekends and week and the polarity between the two, right? If I was really needing a weekend survival guide, I would over plan other fun, true pleasures. So (laughs) this is kind of cheesy, but I've been into like taking baths with CBD sea salt or CBD salts. Okay. So I might plan that. I might be like, Hey husband, can I get like an hour or two on Saturday to take a bath and read a book? And then on Sunday you get an hour or two to like go fishing or tie flies or, Oh my God, you guys, my husband is such a cute little dork. He ties flies. Do you even know what that means? Yeah, he ties flies that he goes fly fishing with. I didn't even know it was like a thing that you could do. My friends used to come over like when we lived in Santa Monica and be like, does your husband make like friendship bracelets? Like what is happening? So maybe you make a trade with your husband and you plan to like get in your bed super early with clean sheets and read your favorite book, right? So start to plan an over plan, especially if you're at the beginning of this, of making your week and your weekend feel very similar and very routine and beginning with the Monday morning end in mind, you're really going to want to over plan true pleasures. So come up with a list of those. All right, you guys, we are at the end of our survival guide. So just to recap, your survival guide is to begin with the end in mind right? How do you want to feel on Monday morning? What is that one feeling? And exactly how will you create that? What will you eat and what will you not eat in order to create that? Careful. Do not over restrict. Number two, you guys, what I want you doing is to be sure that you are writing this down. Every day of the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're writing down your chosen feeling for Monday morning and exactly what you'll do and what you won't do. Number three, plan a joy eat or two. From there, you can come up with any obstacles or strategies that you may face as you have your joy eat. And number four and final, over plan other fun, over plan true pleasures. 
All right, you guys, this should have you set and this should start helping you to eliminate the polarity between your weeks and your weekends so that you can begin to really crush your goals. This was been this has been so fun to give you guys the weekend survival guide because this is something that I really, really, really wished I had when I was where you are. All right, you guys. I want you guys to have the best week ever and I will see you down the yummy mummy road. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed in Apple Podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening, you have to come check out the yummy mummy experience. It is my proven course and group coaching program where we take all this material to the next level and yep, you guessed it, lose weight for the last time. So if this is something that you want, head to lauraconley.com and click work with me. The best part, it comes with a body back or money back guarantee. And of course, you guys, if you haven't gotten your free podcast listener gift, head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. There are three weight loss hacks inside this gift that I am so excited to share with you. These are the three things that I do every day and my clients do every day to lose and maintain their weight. So head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. If you guys don't know how to spell Laura Conley, it's just L-A-U-R-A-C-O-N-L-E-Y. I will see you there.